Look, it's a flood. It's a flood. It's flooding. Get away. Quick, we need to get to higher ground. Open the floodgates. And we back, and we back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Fuck it is. <laughs> Straight Baltimore <laughs> intro. Fuck it is, soups. All, all, speaking of authentic, we have to call out uh, King Authentic himself. Shout out to Cat Williams for breaking the internet first week oh, of shit. the new year. Oh my this lord. This is where we're starting. Yeah, let's go ahead and get it out of the way since we All right, we, we got a, we got a comedian on here. We got three quarters of a comedian collectively between the two of us yeah. as hosts. Like, got more groundwork in. Cat Williams had some things to say about Hollywood and comedy and the kings of comedy and Steve Harvey's hairline and... I don't think Shannon was expecting Shannon was not ready for any of this. Like, there, like the lines in there where he was just like, well... I hope we have a club Shay Shay to do next week. <laughs> uh, you know how much like numbers that shit is done? Oh my god. Yeah. Numbers. Do you know how mad it's, LeBron it's is? Pro- it's almost 30 million, I think. <laughs> do you know how mad LeBron is? <laughs> Listen, and the shot go hard, right? Like, it's a sleeper podcast. There's always crazy little clips I see from LeBron's podcast that I'm like, damn, I should watch this. Yeah. Right? It's, it's fun, but it's, you're like, you're not going to get, like, because it's multiple people, you're gonna get like a panel right. discussion. All right. So before we continue, I would like to say Jamar too. But also, I am regardless how I feel about the podcast, I want to speak on it because one day I want to be on. Listen, I'm not saying I don't want that guest feature either. Yeah, I would love to sit in the shop. Yeah. Oh, the shop too. Uh, yeah. No, that that looks that looks like a fun time. Right. It does like, look like fun. They look like they really be dropping knowledge. Yeah. Right there, you know? I mean, they they had that one random episode John Stewart was on. <laughs> it was like somebody. LeBron. It was like LeBron, two chains, uh, Vince Staples, and then like uh, Maverick Carter and John Stewart. I want that. It's a painting. Like, <laughs> like, but it's like the fucking, uh, what is it? The Fine. Last Supper. The Last and Supper and shit. Yeah, They're all yeah. sitting at the table. I was about to say the yeah. final meal. I yeah. said, that's not it. I mean, I've still been curious about like the D&D alignment chart for like white people. Man, listen. And I, the only one I, I am certain is Lawful Good is Ernie Johnson. Listen, I feel like, I, I don't know. <laughs> This cat thing is crazy to me, right? Because for, for different levels of shit, like there's the perspective that he came from, which is a lot of this is just a retort to what comedians have said to him since his humiliation ritual, um, right? I would also like to point out that as Cat was coming there talking about making it a place of truth, he was dropping all kinds of weird symbolism and stuff. Like the way he talked about like Jesus and being right with God, I just feel like ain't the way of uh, Christian really talk about like being right with that's the way a five percenter talk and that nigga was wearing a five percenter necklace. I just <laughs> well you not low cat. The thing about it is cat throughout at a point in the uh, podcast. I just, yeah, it was like a point throughout hours. Club yeah. Shay Shay. 
he said that he was an atheist, but he made multiple points saying that he's on God's side. Yeah. And it's not a device, a divide between, you know, race. No. It's who's with God and who's, who's not. With who's not, right? Right. But, and here's the thing, because I did want to touch on the fact that he said it was going to be a place strictly of truth, and this nigga turned around and said he read 3,000 3, books a year. A year! 3,000 books a year. We're going to cut that so it sounds fresh. Just the punchline. Boom. Club right? Shay Shay's next guest, Cat Williams Bob. Did he really read 3,000 books a year? I see. Here's the thing. Oh my God! There's so many lies. <laughs> so many things that were said. And here's the thing. Like I'm not famous. I wasn't there when they were shooting Friday After Next. Right. 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 I didn't see that until I was like 11. <laughs> I'm not gonna put it in years because y'all be trying to bitch me for my age. No, no. But... It wasn't even that. It wasn't even that. Don't do that. No. <laughs> but like the book thing it was very obvious but i feel like overall yeah. to me as a comedian who likes to study other comedians and right. watch their shit it came off like a set like he embellished just, a little bit yeah. but at the end of the day this nigga did drop gems and i feel like most of the main shit that he said it was more, i don't think that's yeah it's true it, it was more truth than it was fabrication right like right uh not a lot like, so much of it was true that everybody needs to respond with uh videos except for diddy uh ice cube came out immediately it was like i didn't put no rape scene in my movie y'all that it. shit is crazy here's the thing about ice cube because i can't play basketball so i'll never be in the big three but did that nigga not sound like he was out of breath at the beginning of the video <laughs> he i told dad i was like the whole video game i had to put on a shirt for this yeah. right like this nigga was like, man, I I guess like his kids just kept like O'Shea kept coming to him like, Dad, you really just gonna like that like say that? Yeah, that's crazy because niggas probably on set <laughs> and for some movie, right? And calling <laughs> it like, Dad, Joe, you seen this Club Shay Shay interview? He's like, what? I'm I'm busy trying to manage a basketball league. I'm trying Yo. to take down the NBA right now. Well, I mean, like, so obviously the the like the main like entertainment value is what Cat was talking about but the more and more i thought about it and and listened to it i don't want to go off on it right now because it's actually a much a more nuanced topic than just cat taking a zippo to everything but how shannon handled this and what shannon's gonna do from now shit uh let's throw some popcorn on this fucking fire cat started I mean, yeah, no, they totally need to just jump right off with this trajectory, right? Like, you can't double jump in real life, but this is as close to a double jump as you would get for, like, subscriber counts. <laughs> I'm, I feel like Shannon is definitely going to get some uh, media training after this as a disciplinary measure from his sponsor partners. I know you told me that priority and definite Shannon controls the podcast, but let's be real. This is Hollywood we're talking about. There are people behind the curtains who go, hey, that Cat Williams shit was cool, but you can't let people run over you in your own show like that. But it's the overall thing, because I feel like in order to get to the truth when it comes to something, like, for example, the Cedric the Entertainer thing, the portion that he was talking about him, the behind the scenes, in my opinion, in my opinion, should have taken the liberty to put both of those scenes up next to each other. I don't want to be on Twitter or X or whatever yeah. the fuck they're calling it today. Yeah. I don't want to be on that later and then see what he was talking about as a reference for some shit I heard in the morning. Like, so as a 5% of people who follow the path would know that you're actually not supposed to talk about another person unless they are actually there to 
Right. Right. So <laughs> the fact that Cat did that and is out here dropping all kinds of symbolism is wild. Pete wild. Davidson catching strays. Uh, Yo, Pete Davidson so many people cut strays. <laughs> so many people cut strays during that interview. In no disrespect, but <laughs> Diddy didn't catch a stray. Cat was like, dick, dick, dick. He grazed him <laughs> with a bullet. He didn't yeah. say anything we No, he didn't know. really. He could have, like, told him. I mean, other he brought it up. When Diddy want to party, at least Future, twice. Future already told y'all when that audio leaked. <laughs> I mean, Jamie Foxx might have gotten poisoned. Look, look, when that conspiracy first came out, I was like, y'all crazy. Y'all need to stop. Right? Like, and then, we, then, then you did the thing. I think. When it comes to the algorithm, they knew this was eventually gonna happen. It slowly <laughs> devolved. At first, it was uh, fucking the shorty from City Girls, Carisha. Yeah. Talking yeah. about she liked to get pissed on. Yeah. And she's currently with Diddy. Diddy. And yeah. Revolt released that, and Revolt is in close association with who? Diddy. Yeah. So it's like you. And what's his, uh, what was the ex wife that died? She had that. Kim Porter? Yeah, Kim Porter had that tell all book, and then shortly died right after the tell all book dropped, right? Did he act real hurt about that shit? You know what else I thought was crazy? Another podcast I was listening to mentioned the fact that uh, the Cassie trial mm-hmm. happened around the anniversary of the debut of Kim Porter's Tunnel. Oh. <laughs> well. <laughs> I'm like. What a revelation. I'm like, hey, I don't I do not do numerology like that, but I, there's, there's got to be something there, right? That's crazy. Um, I'm just throwing this out there. It's popped up in my head the other day. Um. League of Legends. The first black champion they released, Lucian. The same day he came out, they dropped Riot Blitzcrank skin that makes him look like a cop car. What the fuck? They didn't think I'd notice. What the I fuck? see you out there, Riot. Why? Who do you think gets locked up first? Diddy or Trump? Lucian. Neither. <laughs> <laughs> My man said neither. You don't think Diddy gonna go down the Cosby route? Nah. Think Diddy got too much. No. Listen, Cosby had a lot of money. Dave went up there and told but, everybody on stage that Cosby might have paid for the podium that Martin Luther gave. That I have a dream. Is he more likely to go out Scarface or Epstein? Huh? What? He's crazy. Uh, Rewind. <laughs> Hi, Tad. Time out. Martin Luther King, I hope you happy because this is the shit that happens. Yeah, when you with. put <laughs> two niggas and a white man in the We've this had is, a lot of these moments. This is an experience. Like, he just, we, we be going down one road. It's like going down an interstate highway, and this nigga just swerve and make an exit for no Your reason at all. Goes, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> this, I did know I couldn't do that. That's insane. So, tell me more. Oh, oh is he going to off himself, or is he going to try to just go, like, guns blazing? I think Diddy is, uh, so Diddy played, was it, Nicky Barnes in the, um, oh, you're Carlitos, the Carlitos Way, way the, the, two, the sequel? Yeah. The only yeah. reason I know that about that movie is because my grandmother had the DVD <laughs> in her basement. And you know, you, like, eventually start going through yeah. your, your people's shit. Yeah. I watched Terminator 2, right? Watched Swordfish, weird yeah. fucking pick. Yeah, yeah. Right, she had Swordfish all the classics. The yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't know about that. That part. And it was a pleasant surprise. Yeah, yeah. Hey, either way, right? Like, I was, what, eight at the time? Yeah, I'd already seen like, Die Another Day. Yeah. So it was like, to see this is one step further. Chef's kiss. <laughs> Chef's kiss. Shout out to the old Hollyberry Berry tits. You, I don't know yeah. how they doing, but... Can you imagine your first you experience, well. your first, like, experience for Hollyberry Berry being like, 
Flintstones movie, and then you see Swordfish, and you Woo! Like, <laughs> I don't know. They had that weird devolve though, because they kind of prepared you for her getting a little more sexier. Because she was on X Men, she just had a really shitty I mean, wig. She was pretty one. sexy in Flintstones. I mean, oh, she had that shit on. I'm not gonna lie, she had that shit on. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Do you know what happens when a toad gets struck by lightning? Oh, she, she's about to say the, the same thing as everything else. Ah. I'm not gonna lie. That was a, sh- a shitty moment, and the wig flicked in a way that I did not like. <laughs> <laughs> but that was a hard ass scene, and I never liked that toad nigga in the first one. It was weird. Yeah. Anyway, I wanted to go back to, uh, I think it was actually good that Kat did push back on Shannon on some of these questions. Well, yeah, that's the whole reason he came on, right? I totally... No, but I mean, like, like, not pushing back on the questions that he asked, like, Cedric and Steve. I mean, Shannon asked Kat questions direct, and Kat was like, no! That's not what I mean, or no, you got that wrong. Right. And but even the mo- he said something weird throughout because he was talking about Kings of Comedy when he did the joke, and he said like 2019. Oh yeah, he got, he got hit. I will the producer fact checked him I on the spot. That I was that give, was good on that their was part. Good on their part. I will give Cat credit for misspeaking, right? As somebody who we do you know weekly, and I'm sure you've been up on stage, right? And you've misspoke a time or two. Right. And right? It, yeah. And so just like, knowing I'll, when all that shit happens, you yeah. could actually know what he meant before he yeah, corrected himself. Yeah. Yeah, so I'll give him credit for misspeaking there. But the fact that I don't I don't, I don't know. First of all, three hours, crazy runtime. Like, and I know there was a lot more that happened on the pod than just like airing out the King's Economy. Right? Right. Um, but Cat's been gone away. <laughs> we hadn't seen Cat up until the Atlanta feature. Right? It was I like first Sunday and then he's had those sneaky little specials on Netflix. I was about to say, he yeah. came up with Katakalypse because I actually went back and watched that. He, he, I don't know if you heard, he has 12, he has 12 specials. There's a lot of them and the crazy part is if you Google Cat Williams specials, they don't come up in a list like a whole, like if you yeah. looked up like James Bond movies and they yeah. all come up together. That's it, that's what I'm talking, that's why I called him Sneaky, right? Because it's like you'll be going through Netflix and it'll be like Cat Williams special. I'm like, what the fuck? There's so many of them. Yeah, when did this happen? But the crazy part is when you go back to watch you'll be like, oh, I remember this. A few of them. A few of them, right? Yeah, there's it's, definitely a few it's, iconic it's cat, like, cat bits in black my heart for review. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know. Just like I didn't know uh, Chris Tucker had a new fucking uh, comedy spot. Yeah, cat like, came across, by the way, as way more yeah. supportive of other comedians, like like people trying. Well, that's the thing, right? Than like uh, I thought he was going to. Be. That's why I said in chat that this would. Uh, like ignite a civil war almost in um like the black comedy realm in Hollywood, right? Because you know like the comedy is already like clicked up. Like Adam Sandler has it clicked, uh the Martin and them had the Martin had his whole click, right? And Kat clearly, you know, it's it is like gang. I mean people coming out of straight groups yeah. fucking eighty five I really liked hanging right. with Mr. Cooper. Right. So essentially what Kat was doing was kinda like she's <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Somebody has to do I it. I didn't take my medicine today. This nigga's confusing me. No, this wig is confusing me. I'm trying to lock in on what Doc is saying. No, it's all good. And you just uh, drop these tags. That just now that we have she's work. built up like resistance yeah. to it. Now that we have the airspace, I'm gonna be like shout out to HBO Max for having all the 
Hood Staples. Hang it with Mr. Cooper. It's Yo. On there. Uh, I think Malcolm and Eddie is on there. Tubi has the all of Def yeah. Jam. Yeah. <laughs> the entirety of Def Jam. Tubi, Tubi is also a sneaky one. I'm like, where'd you come from? With you know who's not on Tubi? Cedric the Entertainer. You piece of shit. <laughs> These are not my words. From the comedian Jamar Taylor, Jamar Taylor Comedy on YouTube. Um, Yeah, and that's another reason why I'm, I feel openly, you know, I want to freely yeah. talk about this. Because Club Shay Shay, the way that he described that whatever drink that you Perfect. had. That or, cognac, um, cognac. That cognac. Right. <laughs> I have some shit, right? a bottle of Knobs Creek right here. It is Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey. 100 proof, 50% alcohol. Get, come on, just give me a. Give me some money. I'm out here promoting you. It's like $42 a bottle. Put this, some respect on the check. Put some respect on the check. Cut me a check just for the one time. Jamal Taylor Comedy, look me up. Hey, Shay Shay about to get. Big ass check off. Yo, he's already that got check? he cracked over two million sub- something YouTube subscribers like two days ago. Yeah. And he was at like three hundred thousand a week ago. This shit is wild. And I went back and listened to I, other comedian episodes just to see if it's like if this is something that just caught type shit. Yeah. No. This is a special I don't know. And it this is the interesting part to see, and I like the fact it's kind of annoying in the fact that this conversation is still happening because I don't want to say like a lot of the shit we didn't know. But it wasn't revelations that's like, this is world shaking to what you thought comedy would be. Right. right. This is just comedian beefs that you weren't aware of before. Exactly. And and to anybody who's been following Cat Williams or any of these other comedians, like you, it, this is shit that's been going on for years. Years. Right? It might be something world shaking to people who aren't us who have done stand up or currently do stand up. So, like, there's a reason it's getting memed out the fucking ass. There's also a reason most people don't do stand-up. I mean, part of the reason why it's getting memed out the ass, though, is because the last time we saw, really, really saw Cat Williams in the mainstream was during his humiliation Right, where that nigga was fighting uh, middle schoolers. 13-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> Playing he soccer. He had him in That is undeniable. You bring that up, Cat would just look at you in the street face. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't he slap that target worker too, right? Like, I have no idea. Yo, I totally feel like that happened before the soccer thing. Right, he was in a Target and he was getting in an argument with a cashier and he totally slapped the shit out of this I cashier. I think somebody could do a really good cat doctor. Like how they did like that King Von Killer shit on YouTube, uh, but just about his life. Hey yo, shout out! Hey, hey, fuck Trap Lord Ross though. Yeah, like, fuck him. <laughs> but he's like, just some random guy who's never even stepped into Chicago. No, yeah, like DJ Academic. Mm. <laughs> Had that man crying on stream. Have you heard about what happened? Oh yeah, him? the rape case. Yeah, Bruh, yeah, it's a stream. I don't know, cause here's the thing. Like everything that's so on. So wait, Academic has the rape case, oh. and then uh, Envy has the fraud case. Yo, you I are think, shitting on everybody that I, I'm trying to dude, see when I'm, I'm famous today. Show, right? <laughs> he was like, well, I guess I will never. He uh, might wait, go wait, to NPR yet? I was going to say, here's the part where we say. Uh, Don't you talk shit about TED Talk. Hey. Adios to that NPR sponsor. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> see ya, NPR. Sponsored by Knobs Creek. Cut me a check. <laughs> Cut the check. Cut, Cut the check. Listen, um, Brought to you by, uh, sponsored by future Madison Square Garden headliner, Jamar Taylor. Absolutely. In my walkout music as of right now because it changes every day. Literally, be- the day before my first headlining show that I self-produced, 
I changed my song because I saw a video of a white girl singing uh that UGK song. Wait, the uh, which one? The Fucking one? the the Outcast joint. Oh yeah, International I, Players I, I, Anthem. Man, International Players Anthem, I feel like is right up there with September at this point. Um, it is just a ubiquitous classic wherever you put that shit on. It's a certified banger, yep. but they were singing it at like a white wedding. Jesus, yeah, hey, no. And I was like, this September is like has September has definitely gone cross cultural. Yeah, because I also used to work a lot of white weddings. Ironically, they never played Billy Idol. Uh, it's just so beautiful of a song. Like the singing it when he's just rapping his ass off at the beginning, then the singing at the beginning and shit. Oh, oh yeah, oh international player. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking. Yeah. White Wedding. I'm like, it is a beautiful song, but I don't remember Billy Idol rapping. Oh my gosh. Take the back, September is the one. International Players Anthem, though, is like, see, when we were talking about Shook Ones earlier, right, and like how they got voted the best rap beat of all time, International Players Anthem might be up there, right? Like, that sample. Yeah, them horns is that shit, though. That's what I'm saying, right? Okay, so, bringing it back to the the recent breaking of the internet that Cat Williams struck, right? It, it, it's like, it's like, it's a lot going on right now. Um, I feel like for Cat to come out and speak the way he did, um, as egregiously as he spoke, right? I'm not saying that he was necessarily in the wrong, right? But it, it, as Kevin Hart responded, right? It, you gotta get all that hate out your heart at some point. Um, and they kind of have been shitting on him for a while. And even Michael Blackson responded that he, even though he feels like he caught a stray, he still thinks Cat Williams is still in the top five alive right now, right? And I respect mm-hmm. Michael Blackson for taking that avenue, right? Because he was like, you still a bitch ass nigga, but I'm going to give you your flowers. <laughs> Who right? are y'all top three? Mm, alive, alive right now. Man, look, I had Dave up there, right? I had Dave up there, but he's so diehard about letting trans people know he's upset that they don't like his jokes. I'm but he, like, you gotta watch the dreamer, man. Is it? You gotta watch. I, it. I saw the punchline because he where, talks about it. Yeah, he does. And so to me, it's still. And what he did, how he flipped it. Nigga. The 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 uh, the Jim Carrey shit, where he was like, <laughs> I had to watch my hero, or I got to meet. My hero, yeah, yeah, yeah. as playing Andy Kaufman, yeah, and he was like, and I just wanted to talk to Jim Carrey, but I could tell <laughs> yeah, that, that bit. I did think that bit was pretty hilarious. It was, that was a, good it was a well-written joke, yeah. right? But I still feel like it fell flat because I'm like, hey, it was, was surrounded by all the other crap. Right? Yeah, move on, right? No, uh, he, he talks about. Uh, remember, shortly after the Chris Rock shit, yeah, he was at the Hollywood Bowl. Yeah, somebody yeah, rushed yeah, the stage on him. I saw that too. And he was just telling the whole story. He went through it, and he said, uh, and come to find out, this man had a knife. Everybody thought it was a gun. He flipped that shit, and he said, this nigga had a gun that identified, a knife that identified yeah, as a, a gun. gun. I said, oh shit. That's good. The way that he flips See, it, like, I just yeah, told it so I'm much like, less Dave is up there. Dave is really up there. He's and up there. This nigga, when he talked about the fishbowl of the punchlines, and so I kicked her in the pussy. <laughs> Yeah. Bruh. yeah. <laughs> he literally said what was going to happen and it still happened. That nigga is a goaded storyteller. Funny. Yeah. And that's what it is about Dave, right? Because Dave not even really telling jokes anymore. This nigga just, he doing his old man yelling at the street shit, right? Like he just sitting on the porch like, get off my lawn, you right. transgenderist. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> hey, Mookie. What? 
Get the transgenders off my stoop. I am never going to be sponsored by any of the good companies because of this podcast. Our transgender follow account is definitely It's dropping. definitely dropping after this. No matter what you identify as, I care about you. Still Come have Kellen. Let me make you laugh. We do. Jamar Taylor Comedy on YouTube. Follow us at the flood pot on everything. And that is on, on everything. everything. Oh, yeah. I like how we lined it up. Oh, one of my, I was going to say, you said Chappelle. I was also going to say Chappelle. Uh, one of my top oh, right. five is yeah, hard for me. Top. My favorite, like, I love John Mulaney. Make it, make it a three. Uh, I, I was going to say probably Chappelle. Uh, I love John Mulaney. Yeah. And then uh, the one that like really sticks in my head just because of how indelible the bit is is Dion Cole with him mm. taking the notes Deion on stage. Dion Cole is fucking hilarious, bro. I think he's underrated. Um, I like Hannibal Buress. Ooh, yeah. That's a cool motherfucker, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he exposed Cosby, right? Like he got that train rolling again in a way I don't think Hannibal really like. Hannibal did to Cosby what Cat just did to like everybody. The Kings of Cosby, <laughs> <laughs> right? Look, me liking John Mulaney, shocker. You have that Mulaney stack of cheese, though. So yeah, exactly, that. right? Like, but you like Mulaney pre-coke. You could do I love Mulaney with coke too. Like, like post-coke, pre-coke, no, on Mulaney's coke doesn't matter. Been great, but I yeah. just feel like you haven't. You're such a nice person. You haven't reached your villain origins in this shit. Yeah, no, I definitely haven't hit my villain arc. I don't think Dan. It'd take some real dark shit for Zig to do a heel. No, no, not even that. It and it's gonna open with, with the manifesto. Because yeah. that's when niggas start getting bold. Oh well, yeah. Hold on. Especially like a six six white guy. Like once he get money, that's when his villain arc will come in. Right? So they, <laughs> no, they're, they're, I look forward to the day Dan starts bumping people on stage. That's gonna be the funniest shit. Wait, what? When you start being able to bump a motherfucker, like you walk in and you like, hey, I'm next. Yep. Right. I think Nikki Glazer is pretty. Um, Ooh. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, we are both of us also. She's not a stand-up comedian, but she is a comedic icon. We love Lucille Ball. Oh yeah, she was. A- she was on the original one for sure. Yeah. But yeah, we love Lucille Ball. I mean Eddie Murphy. Uh, he was up here too. But yeah, these are the second backdrop editions. I like these. Collaborative effort for when we do. This is like an amalgamation of your culture. Yep. Yep. It is It is pretty much like half my pictures, half Doc, and then there's yeah, overlap, the and then mixed. Yeah, my nigga. <laughs> Look. And so, the, the cool thing is, is there's a lot of them that you would get wrong of who put Do me a right? favor real quick. Huh? Before you... Do me a favor. Just repeat after me. I am. I am. Somebody. Somebody. I am. <laughs> I am. I am. Somebody. 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 Okay, we're gonna switch it up. I am. I am. A revolutionary. A, I'm getting baited. Yeah, never mind. No, no, <sighs> it's Fred Hampton. That's Fred Hampton, baby. That's Fred Hampton. I told you. So, oh. the reason why I have Fred Hampton, right? I love, um, I don't mind people having somebody that they call hero, right? But, like, I, I personally have a thing against, like, idolizing, like, actual humans because everybody has flaws, right? Right. But Fred Hampton, though. <laughs> Fred Hampton is the only person I will actually call a hero because to date, <laughs> they ain't dug no dirt up on that nigga yet. Yeah. He didn't, what, didn't drink, only smoke cigarettes. Do I really not have weed. Jackie on, a, on either of those? Jackie Robinson? Even Martin Luther King was a swinger and a pool hustler. 
Yeah. Right? <laughs> Martin Luther King was had bitches calling his motherfucking yeah. hotel rooms later. Like, like, no, that's a, was a G. The right? cool thing is like, a lot of things. <laughs> Malcolm X said he sat down on Martin's couch and had to pull out, whoa, ah, uh, damn, I can't remember what gun it was, but he said this nigga had guns in the couch. I can see it. <laughs> That's was, how it be. He was from the South. He this was, was from Georgia. He used to be at the marches, and the marches yes. was wrapping up. This they don't tell you this in the history He books. got hit in the face with a brick, and he said all that nonviolent shit. Dan loved Jalen and Jacoby. We got Jalen and Jacoby up there. Yep. Jalen and Jacoby. I like that. Yeah, sports, sports and pop culture, but sports and pop but culture. Back to the pop culture, though. Back so to the nature. You at saw hand. the Dreamer. Yes, you liked it. Yes. Um, how do you feel? I watched it specifically as a comedian and not an audience. Member. Okay. Okay. So from that perspective, how do you feel it stacks up against the rest of Chappelle's pop? Uh, so the rest of Chappelle's standards. It's a return because. When it came to, uh, what was the last one, The Closer? Yeah. When it came to The Closer, everybody knows what the flack was from that. We're not going to touch on that. But it's a return to when he first started coming out with Netflix specials. How do you feel about Chappelle's heel, heel turn? In what way? Uh, he's clearly in a villain arc. Yeah, yeah. I feel like he's in... <laughs> but I feel like, okay, so when we think about comedians, and not necessarily gimmicks, but their branding, right? Mm-hmm. With Chappelle's branding and basically saying, fuck this big ass check because I want to have my own creative freedom and all the things that went down with Comedy Central. Once again, I wasn't there, so I'm not going to speak on that too much. But when he returned, it's like this big grand return. You got to think about it. Cat Williams sold out fucking whatever, Nokia Stadium, whatever the fuck it's called. And he was only gone for three years. He came back for one late night show. I can't remember which one, and it just like exploded the internet. Right, but it was I, it wasn't Fallon because Dave wouldn't stoop that low. But uh, yeah, when Dave made that return, the world stopped. Yeah, no, it was, and yeah. that was pre me being a comedian. Cute. This nigga Dave is the Michael Jackson of comedy. Let's let's be. Let's make. I'm stamping that. Yeah. Dave Chappelle is, is the, the Michael, Michael Jackson, Jackson of comedy. He is, and before him, it was Eddie, right? Like so, who would Eddie? Be? I like making these comparisons. Ooh, because then I feel if, like... If Dave is Mike, then Eddie has to be Smokey Robinson. Yeah, I was about to say, Smokey Robinson. Yeah, Eddie's got to be Smokey Robinson. Right? I would actually say Eddie is actually number one. Or, no, scratch that. Eddie is Rick James. Uh, Ooh. Because they collaborate. I like that. Who's Bernie? And Richard is Smokey. That's where I was going to go. Yep. I just couldn't think about anybody in between, and I'm yeah. like, hold on. Richard Pryor is Smokey Robinson. Yeah. Dave, Ch- uh, Dave Chappelle is Michael Jackson, and Eddie Murphy is Richard. Who's Jimi Hendrix? Ooh. Uh, what's his fucking Ooh. name? Robin. Cut this part out. <laughs> <laughs> you know um, what I'm talking about. Fucking Baby's Kids. Oh. Robin dude. Harris. Yes. Robin yeah. Harris. I was yeah. about to say Robin Gibbons, and I'm like, yeah. that's the wrong person. Oh man, see, yeah, no, that's that's. Listen, you got you're gonna have to go back and watch early comedy. <laughs> Yo, change your life. Yeah, no, for real. If you want to know what uh, like what black comedy is and how black comedians have to cut their teeth, go back and watch early comedy. And 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 uh, we was just talking about Sam. Oh, fucking uh, Apollo. Yeah, Showtime at the yeah. Apollo. Go back and watch Showtime at the Apollo. Because um, there is no quicker crowd to boo you 
than the Woo! Apollo crowd. <laughs> they was on your ass at Apollo. Yes. Oh my God, you make one bad joke. <laughs> Jesus Christ. They will let you know. Ain't no silence in that room. They gonna tell Like a nosy aunt, they gonna tell mm-hmm. Okay, so I wanted to talk about Shannon Sharp. Okay. From this interview. Even from Shannon's side, he obviously saw how Cat was coming out firing, but the questions he was asking and the style of the interview caused some backlash. So Shannon had to follow up the next day to that criticism, saying that he's an entertainer, not a journalist. He's right. But do we think that Shannon is now wrestling with what he does from here, especially since he obviously will be able to book bigger guests? Because... And is he just gonna have to let the guest cook like he let Cat cook? But I no. mean, because like, the other thing, like I watched the whole thing, and somebody who does edit that that thing, it would be really fucking hard to edit. Not necessarily. And the only reason that I say this is because I feel like if we're gonna frame the reason that Cat Williams interview did the numbers because Cat Williams doesn't do interviews like that. And so when it comes to yeah, Shannon's the baby interview has a cool one million views. It's not the exactly. It's not your everyday guest, right? So when it comes to the way that he handled himself in the interview, yeah, could he have done it differently? In my opinion, yes. That's just my opinion. So the but, other, I actually asked Doc this: How do you think this interview would have gone if it was a different interviewer, like? Um, Honestly, did, who I would have I loved I, to see I was him like, like in the shop like or Freddie Marco. Joe Rogan, Bill Simmons, Nori. Uh, Nori is crazy. Yo, a drink Drew interview. Barrymore, no, like. No, hold on. I'm sorry because he said Funny Marco, right? And if, yo, Dan, I don't know if. Dan, Get up on Funny Marco if you yo, know who the Zig, fuck that is. I don't know if you follow Funny Marco on Instagram, bro, but nigga, if. Cat Williams had gone on fucking Marco and done this shit, it would have been because yo, Marco. What if you, uh, no, listen, Marco has this way. Um, you okay? Do you remember Between Two Ferns with Zach yes, Galifianakis? Yes. Okay, so Funny Marco is kind of like that, but like like the UPN version, right? So <laughs> <laughs> this nigga, he'd be so dead faced. Right, Cat would have just been saying that shit, and Marco would have just been looking at him like the Mona Lisa dog. Like, yeah. <laughs> just you like, have to watch his interview, especially right, so what, if he did, what if what if he no, went on to the no, breakfast club? What club. he did with Nikki, yeah. where she was like, "Ayo, how you uh, how you like my cologne?" and he emptied out like <laughs> he half the, the whole bottle. bottle. His head. She like she literally took the fucking shit back. She, did. she took it back because he really is just. <laughs> it was like two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> they played rock paper scissors. It's a good time. Listen, yeah. So, Marco, like, how do you show. think this Come on. cat would have handled if he was on, like, The Breakfast Club? Mm. How do you think this interview would have gone would down? He definitely have to had to censor himself. Yeah, Not I because of the things that he said, but the way that he said them. Yeah, I don't think I don't think Charlemagne and Envy would have let him cook the way... I think Charlemagne might have let him cook, but there is a certain point where I feel like both of them would have cut him off way before Shannon. Shout tried. out to Jess Hilarious. She's a new... Third host of the Breakfast Club. No, oh, is she? Day. She replaced. Uh, I think so. You? That's what Facebook said. It was an old black woman, so I'm inclined to believe that. But <laughs> 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 old black woman who posted it, and it was like a whole flyer. I was like, "You didn't make this." We so, believe all women. Yeah, um, we're allies on this podcast. Bam. Uh, <laughs> 
this is a, I feel like this is a good look for Shannon. I don't know how it's gonna be for Cat. I feel like he'll be able to cook off of this for a little bit, but it's gonna take. I don't think Cat gives a fuck. Cat has his own people. Yeah. I don't think Cat yeah, is gonna lose a wink of sleep over this. No, no, you're right. You're right. Um, just like Disney is not losing a wink of sleep over losing that Steamboat Willie copyright. Um, and they might not be losing a wink over potentially losing Pat McAfee. <laughs> Oh, because he's on ESPN and they own ESPN. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know if you heard, but the original version of Mickey Mouse went into public uh, domain. Yeah, public domain just recently. Popeye is next year. Uh, the Popeye Make a artist black Popeye, who <laughs> eats Popeyes to get strong <laughs> dropped a webcomic um, featuring the Steamboat Willie version of Mickey Mouse, where he loses his job after the boat ride, right? And him and Minnie break up because. He can't support the lifestyle that she wants to live because, you know, she's a city girl and she got to be out here doing rich bitch things. Um, <laughs> city girls, we up. 1,000 points, baby. Yeah, no, um, it's an interesting perspective because it's literally just Mickey without the gloves and the red shorts. Uh, and I'm like, copyright is stupid. This is dumb. Yeah. Uh, I think what they're going to do, and if this does happen, put this on record. FBI, don't kill me for being a psychic. You know how they made that Winnie the Pooh scary movie? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, they're already working on one. They're they're already working on a Steamboat Willie slasher movie. What is it called? Uh, Infest. No. Steamboat Infest- Killie. I don't know. I was gonna say Infestation <laughs> uh, Origins is the game that came out. That was like some weird like jump scare horror game featuring Steamboat Willie Mickey. Oh shit. That everybody thought had like Nazi symbolism in it. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it was dumb. It's the internet. Uh, reaching and connecting dots that don't need to be connected. That's right? insane. Yeah. Well, well, if we're going <laughs> to talk about insane things and connecting dots that don't need to be connected, how about we talk about artificial intelligence taking all of the articles from the New York Times and dumping them into their database and now getting sued, which might actually change the entire landscape of artificial intelligence in the coming years. I hope they don't, because my whole LinkedIn profile was built by ChatGPT. Mm, I was gonna ask you as a comedian, how do you feel about, about jokes AI? being written on Get Jet? Hey, but we can talk about all of that super monumental news in a very nuanced and educated way after this break. Break. Look, it's a flood. It's a flood. It's flooding. Get away! Quick, we need to get to higher ground. Open the floodgates.